Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we are coming back at you today with a very special episode of Pokemon. Um, yes, you heard it right. We've, we're doing it again. We've done it before. We're doing it again. But this time, it's better. And the reason being, we have not one, not two, but there are three of us on the podcast today. Um, Corey, you are, I, I am watching you yeah. over the internet, but you are actually sitting next to this person. Would you like to introduce this person onto the podcast? Yeah, I would. Uh, this is our friend, uh, Logan, friend of the podcast, friend in real life, friend in the best, all the best ways possible. Uh, Mr. Logan, introduce yourself to everybody. Hello, uh, I am Logan. Uh, apparently, friend of the podcast, friend of <laughs> friend of friends, friend um, of friends, and friend in real life. Absolutely, yeah. Pumped to pumped to be hanging out with you all today. Yeah, we. Um, so Corey and I had talked about bringing Logan on a little while back, par- partially just because like Logan's really into Pokemon, and mm-hmm. you know we're into Pokemon, but like Logan, you're. You, would you say that you are like really into Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, lifetime, lifetime fan. Uh, pretty much since, uh, gosh, like K K five. I remember being into uh, like very early, like Pokemon Blue, yep. like Gen one, Gen two. I think at the latest is when I kind of jumped on. Uh, kind of been, kind of been riding the train since then. Um, so yeah, yeah, big fan of the sweets. Yeah. Um, well, and it felt like you know we. Corey and I, I mean, I feel like meant to do a lot more like retrospectives and state ofs, a lot of things. It wasn't very intentional that we were going to only really have done two and for both of them to be be Pokemon. But um, that's where we are right now. Yeah. Um, So, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, in the time since we did that, uh, Arceus has come out. uh, Mm -hmm. Scarlet and Violet have come out. Things Mm -hmm. have changed. Things have moved. So it's worth revisiting and seeing what's Pokemon going to be like in the future and who better to do that with than a bona fide Pokemon expert uh, like Logan. So, um, so yeah, let's, let's dive in a little bit. Um, So Corey, I mean, we've kind of talked about, I mean, you've, you've, you've been expanding your Pokemon. I would say. I've been opening up my portfolio a bit, right. adding a couple it, more pages to it. Yeah. Um, but Logan, I mean, you've, so you started, you, you probably started a rank cause I, I started like really getting into Pokemon whenever I was in kindergarten ish and that was like red and blue and stuff. So it was probably kind of like a similar trajectory where it was like very early four, five, six, and then just kind of like a pretty consistent drip all the way. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Into adulthood. Yeah, definitely, definitely the games. I think primarily, I think the anime is what hooked me initially. Like seeing oh, yeah. this this cool kid with a backwards hat and an electric mouse. Yep. It's like that looks sick. Uh, definitely want to definitely want to jump definitely into want more of that. For sure. So it was one of those things where any any of the first games I was playing young, just named the kid Ash. Didn't yep. matter what gen, didn't matter what Pokemon. That's amazing. Um, Oh, got to. <laughs> I mean, I mean, anime. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, getting to see the, the anime and Ash Ketchum and Pikachu and Brock and Misty and that whole gang uh, 
journeying around Kanto, um, and then jumping into the games. Um, actually, I think I had gotten a Game Boy. My, my first ever console was a Game Boy that came with like a previous gen Pokemon Crystal, like a little bundle oh, yeah. pack. Yeah. Um, and it was just, game. Oh, it is, <laughs> it is incredible. I, I can remember when I lost that, that game and that console in, in, a, in a swift one-two punch leaving on the back of a family member's vehicle when they were uh, pretty sure taken off to like, go to work. I'd set it back there when oh. I was like seven or eight and then woke up the next morning and go running out. The truck's gone. My game's gone. Never found it. Just gone for forever. Just, yep. I mean, just just heartbreaking stuff to to go through at the the tender age of eight or nine or however old I was. But, um, but no, been been through the the ringer with the games. Kind of took a took a little break through the, the black and white twos, the, yeah. the X and Ys. I think like a lot of folks, I think in our age, did. Yep. That yep. weren't um, on the 3ds train, but um, but yeah, kind of stuck with it ever since. Yeah, and I think well, Crystal and that whole gen still kind of a comfort comfort game, yeah. you know. Well, and it's funny because, like, I mean, I've mentioned it plenty of times before, but like my big break was Gen Four because for me that was like, I mean, I don't Gen Four came out maybe like oh six oh seven like in that range, and I was like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen in that area, really immersed into like. Halo and Call of Duty and was like that was that was my mm-hmm. world and it was just like didn't even wasn't even thinking about Pokemon and then it wasn't until I got into college and Black and White came out and it was just like it was like oh I kind of want to get back into this again and then it happened but it is funny and I think it kind of like leads somewhat into like some of the discussion we'll have later with Pokemon but like I I mean I had a lot of similar experiences where it was like Pokemon, whenever I was a kid, was this, like, such a precious thing. And there were so many, like, as many good uh, experiences and memories that I had with it, there were also, like, a lot of scarring memories where it was stuff like that, where I would have, like, a kid who I didn't like so much who, like, his form of, you know, getting retribution on me was stealing my Game Boy with, like... Pokemon Silver in it and hiding in a corner somewhere and like playing it and basically like erasing my game and like it being this like this is the worst thing that's happened to me kind of thing or like and it and it was this thing where it was like it was or like Pokemon cards having those sort of experiences oh, yeah. oh where gosh. it was like um somebody and it's even like harder now whenever you think about like all of the cards that we grew up with being you know effectively like worth substantial amounts of money. Um, but <laughs> so the idea of like a kid just being like, Oh, this is mine now. And then just like folding it in half and like putting it in their pocket um, when they took it out of your notebook or whatever is, you know, kind of it hurts a little scarring. Even yeah. 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 And that same um, card be worth like maybe several like, hundred dollars nowadays. Yeah. 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 Um, oh. But yeah, I mean, so, so at this point, you know, we've played like we're, we're up to this place in Pokemon, you know, switches well into its life. We're playing like what is effectively supposed to be the dream Pokemon game. And like, 
you know, Corey, you mentioned it on the top end, like you're really having a good, a good time with it. Um, Logan, we haven't, I haven't heard your thoughts. Also, I, last we recorded, I didn't really have a ton, a ton of thoughts. Um, but I mean, how, how are we feeling with where it is based on like, you know, the preciousness that it was whenever we were younger? How are we feeling about what's happening now? I guess specifically, like before we do that, like where is everybody? Like Corey, how far in are you into the newest Pokemon game? Um, I'm pretty far. I would say all uh, all my Pokemon are around like level thirties, mid thirties uh, uh, to low, okay. or at least my core team. I kind of have a rotating yeah. bit yeah. about like eight or nine. This is the first time I think I've ever had that many. This is also the first time I've done a. I have to catch them all run. And so yeah, my box yeah. is like four or five boxes deep at the moment. Um, and right now, um, let's see, what do I have? I have three gems, uh, two Titans, um, and one star base. So I haven't made it too much farther since I was last week. I've been kind of going on a catching spree. Um, but I guess uh, altogether I'm about... A third through the game, maybe okay. that feels like a comfortable spot to put it. Um, and right now, my experience has been phenomenal. Okay, no glitches, no crashes, <laughs> no big like frame rate issues or like any of that. That hasn't. I've seen the underside of the map a couple of times with a yep. flying Pokemon yep. when I'm trying to catch it and the ball lands it. But that is the worst of the worst. Okay, and I'm, I am. Loving it. it. Loving is it. Outstanding. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kinda, how are you? I'm kind of in the boat. How far? How far in are you, Logan? I think I'm actually to the T. Three gems, two titans, one starbase, okay. and um, two and two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm loving it. Um. It's definitely, you know, when when the broader, I, I've seen like a lot of the kind of games media in total, you know, that are that are deeply invested in, you know, gaming as a whole are, are very yeah, you know, Pokemon's never been, I think since really the fourth or fifth gen, uh-huh. so at at the top of their scope in terms of really pushing the hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, and the graphics have not been great. I mean, I think both of you are, you know, wise to the sword yeah. and shield tree memes of yeah. just Oh man, like the graphics are, are horrible and we'll use this tree as a as an instance. And I was never on that kind of page. Yeah. Seeing seeing stuff now, I've had a few more of those kind of game yeah. game breaking both, you know, seeing the underside of the map, yep. dropping through the map. You know, oh, you had that. Yeah, I have. Um <laughs> and, and that kind of stuff doesn't normally affect me, you know, too terribly. Because I do think that, you know, coming from from a place where Pokemon is so much of my comfort game, I think I'm mm-hmm. I'm a lot more willing to look past the the flaws that are so apparent. But this is this has kind of been one of the first times that I've been like, man, the the, the tree guys, I, f- I feel bad that they're they're right. The folks that they're are so right. but there there's been some of those kind of situations that have detracted from my overall experience. But I think as a whole, you know, I, I I'm seeing them kind of take a a formula that's so tried and true and they broke away from it and Pokemon Arceus when there's no gems, not as huge of an emphasis on battling and now kind of really 
breaking it apart and letting you go out and just do the gems or just do the the titans to give you the Herba Mystica, mm-hmm. which I which I just had click for me that Herba Mystica stands for HM, which is why your oh, Pokemon that, is getting these abilities. That. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, they're giving you it's giving you surf. Um, but having you know all of these things kind of broken out and getting to kind of take it on at my own pace. Um, I've put a lot of time into this game and haven't you know, really done as much as a similar kind of timeline and time frame would have gotten for me if I was replaying a Pokemon Heart Gold or tackling one of these more streamlined mm-hmm. um, journeys where you're a kid and you get one of three Pokemon and you go do eight gems and that's really the, the yeah. deal. Um, but getting to take it on at this kind of pace has been a whole lot of fun um, and you know something that I'm really trying to to savor while I'm in it, while also looking past yeah. the the flaws that are um, a little more apparent than than usual. Um, but overall, a great time. Good deal. Sorry, I was um, fortunately it timed out well, but my cat was going to town on the litter box, which I think is like a kind of consistent thing because I think yeah. that was a problem <laughs> last week. Um, it's but, just like on a cycle now. It's it's cute. Yeah, you start recording, yeah, it's like it's mm, the worst. Um, but where are you at at right now? I, so I am two gems. Um, I have, um, done one Titan and am at the first, I guess, quote unquote, first, uh, team star base, like at the boss, but she's kind of like the whipped me a couple of times. So I've kind of backed off. You take on the the fire base? Yeah. Oh, she's so tough. That Torquoise is so tough. Well, and also, too, because, like, none of all of the, like, types that would be kind of strong against her are, like, lower level. So it's like, you know, I went with Fuecoco, so he's fire. He's not, like, he can hold up to her well, but he's not really doing much in the way of damage. And so it's just been, it's... So I just kind of was like, okay, I can't, I'm having trouble brute forcing this. Let me just, let me step back for a second. Um, to be fair to it, my like level 28 Quaxley was getting his brakes beaten off. Really? By this. Yeah. And it was awful. Yeah. I think that Torkoal yeah. comes out and drops sunny day, which immediately negates yep. a lot of that water damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I did the the normal thing where you go in, you go catch a water type, like, yep. all right, water beats fire, and I'll go yep. walk through this star base and just got obliterated. Yeah, and I think that that's so going, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to work my way around in all of this, but like, I think, I mean, overall, you know, and I we talked about this last week somewhat. I'm I'm obviously a little bit further than I was last week, but like overall, like as an experience, really enjoying it. Like it's it's a lot of fun. It very much like despite some of the despite all of the like performance issues and just like weird textures and graphical, you know, stuff, like it it has the bones of like, oh, this is like this big adventure. Like it feels very like it feels like I'm just out like exploring and doing this really cool stuff. And it's like thinking back of like, what if I was playing this in a world where these graphics like looked good (laughs) back in like the (laughs) PS2, like it would, it'd be mind blowing that you were having this level, this kind of experience, but like 
it is such a weird thing because like where I guess where I'm trying to go with it is like sometimes I feel like because I for the longest time this has never been the kind of Pokemon game that I've wanted. Like there would always be this outcry where it was like, we want open world. We want like an MMO. We want something that's just like, like they're just Pokemon are just all around you and you're just wandering around, just, just like yeeting Pokeballs like left and right. And it's like, I, I've always come from the perspective of like, Pokemon is this comfort food. Pokemon is this like, pure experience i just want like a i want a new one of those every few years just give me some new pokemon some new gems like different places like just kind of slightly do things differently but keep it the same and and i i see like in playing this having played rcs like even though like rcs especially like didn't really hit with me super well there are parts of it that I'm like, okay, I'm finally able to move past that and actually look at it and be like, okay, I can see the excitement moving forward. I can see where this can get to. But I think, like, I guess let me pose the question. Like, do you ever feel like we're too... Do you ever feel like us... Game Freak, like the legacy Pokemon people, the people that have been in it for a couple of decades, that like we just, I don't really know the question. I, I honestly don't. Like, I guess the way that I'm trying to think it is like, because I feel like Game Freak is struggling to move forward. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of this is to say that like a lot of the issues here is very much like it's a stubbornness to kind of move because like there is so much where it was like rather than and I I don't know there could have been a lot of issues but like you look at the game and it's like okay functionally they did what everybody wanted them to do they made an open world your character looks good you can battle Mm -hmm. you can explore but they squeezed that into a a horrible looking package and a horrible, like relatively performing package. Like even outside of like game breaking crashes, just a lot of the pop-ins and a lot of like the like frame, like, like Logan said, I'm not usually one to be bothered by it, but I am legitimately bothered by him playing this game. And it's like, I think sometimes I wonder if like, if it's even possible for Pokemon to like legitimately move forward in the way that everybody feels like it is supposed to. And so like, I guess the question being like, would you rather like in a perfect world, would you rather game freak every few years, make a new gallant attempt at like putting forward Pokemon and carrying on this legacy and doing this thing? Or would you rather somebody pop out of nowhere, make like a Temtem, or like a Nexamon or, you know, whatever these clones have been, like make a bang up one and basically like usher us into the future of this whole thing. Like, because I, I feel like that's the tough thing is like, you know, Corey, you said it, Logan, you said it, like it's comfort food. Like that we have these, we have these like ingrained notions of what we want Pokemon to be. And sometimes I wonder if like, if it's ever going to make everybody happy. 
And if it's even ever going to make Game Freak happy, because I feel like if they wanted Pokemon to move forward in these big ways, they would have made effort to do so a long time ago, (laughs) but they haven't. And this is just them satisfying us to the smallest degree possible. And I legitimately wonder if it would, if it would just be like better for somebody to be like, well, now we're doing this. And now I guess maybe it's not Pokemon. It's just something else now. I know well, that wasn't much of a question. That was a lot of no, I rambling. Get, <laughs> I get what you mean, but like, I can't see Game Freak unless Nintendo like cracks down on them to like give up Pokemon because it just sold, I think, 10 million units in its yeah. first like two yeah. weeks, which has broken so many records kind yeah. of a thing. Like. Pokemon, I mean, we talked about it last week. It is the largest IP in the world, and it's yep. not even close when it comes to revenue. Like, it's 118 billion to 82 billion, and people are like, oh, that's yep. not that far. But in, in billions, that's very far. Yep. Um, I cannot see Game Freak, even at their small size of the company, ever relinquishing their control over. Um, the IP, um, yeah. whether they should or not, I think is like a very different discussion. I think Nintendo has to look at it, and with all the complaints, like maybe we do bring in outside help, like for you to use on this game because, like, it's too big. We can't have it fail. This isn't a failure; it's a massive success. But like Logan said, like the people who are like, look at that tree. They have a really good point right now. Yeah, yeah. like they they have a strong leg to stand on, and you can't really say they're wrong about a lot yeah. of things. Yeah, and I think Nintendo sees that, and they also have to balance it with you know ten million units moved in three days. How bad can it be? Yeah, like yeah. you're still going to get me, you know, lining up at GameStop at yeah twelve oh two a.m. Yep. on a on a release day to go pick it up. Um, so. You know, I, I remember seeing that they had split kind of the main team that was developing Pokemon games into two units. And one mm-hmm. of them, you know, working on Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I think was, you know, like you mentioned, this big kind of gallivanting change where they're mm-hmm. all of a sudden yep. doing something new. It's not gym battle focused, it's purely Pokemon focused, and mm-hmm. it's kind of an open world. Um, and, the, and the core mechanic being catching them all, which was yep. not, not a thing since. Game, you know, one. one. Yep. Um, so ha- having them, you know, work on Arceus and, and seeing all the positives and be like, oh, it's their first real shot in open world game. And, you know, they, they turn out something pretty good, kind of drab, kind of boring at times, a lot of empty space in an open world, but yeah. you know, a lot of positives. And then seeing not a ton of improvements because they released two Pokemon games in a calendar year. And both of, like, Scarlet Violet didn't take huge leaps because there's not enough time. I don't think there's enough resources. And part of me feels that if Game Freak was given a shorter, not a shorter, a longer time frame to develop a game in, you know, give them two years, give them three years, instead of having them churn one out every year or two years, just in time for the holidays to push Mm -hmm. copies and to push units of the console before the holiday season, I feel like they could turn out a masterpiece. And unfortunately, you know, partially our faults for buying the game, regardless of its finished state, you know, 
it's going to move a bunch of copies and make a bunch of money and draw attention towards the anime and the mm-hmm. card games. And they're going to make a ton of money regardless. And so what's the difference if it yep. looks like a, you know, if the graphics look like Xenoblade versus what they look like now yep. in terms of what the Switch hardware can do? I feel like the the reception and the money that has gone into purchasing this game from the consumer perspective is almost you know, hurting our chances at seeing a more polished game by Game Freak. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, whether, you know, that's Nintendo's fault as a whole for, for pushing tight deadlines, if it's Game Freak for not, you know, developing or, or rather, you know, extending the resources to, you know, make a shorter time frame produce better results. Mm-hmm. It, you know, regardless of the two, I don't think, you know, we're going to get it if, you know, Nintendo is not giving it a little bit more time. You know, if we had, Yep. One Pokemon game every two years. I feel like we're gonna yep. we're gonna see a lot better, more consistent results than what they seemingly have set up to do for the for the long term with having two split development teams between mm-hmm. maybe this, you know, Arceus type series and then mainline. Yeah. Um which is which is frustrating, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know, I loved Arceus. And if they make yeah. Yeah. a yeah. let's go you know, something else for a different region, I'd eat that up too. So. Yeah. The, yeah. That's the problem. Cause what we've had sword and shield, then they did the let's goes and then, well, they the, did let's go. Yeah, so let's, let's go, go came out before. Okay. It was let goes first. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. And then I think let's sword go came out in like 20, it may, was it 20 at the latest? It was 2018. Could have been 2017. It was very early. Um, and I yeah. ate that game up. I mean, I I really enjoyed what they did there. I thought mm-hmm. their take on Kanto was refreshing. Having overworld yeah. Pokemon, incredible. I enjoyed the Let's Go kind of catching mechanics. I never played Let's Go. I have I have no clue. I'm out of the loop on this one. Oh my goodness, it was so it's, funny because you use your Joy-Con to actually catch the the mons. Which yeah, is hilarious. So it's really it's it's a weird thing because yeah, I mean, it legitimately it's a very pretty. Kanto game, but it is a little like I think the biggest frustrations at the time were people like you couldn't use I think you couldn't use like a pro controller or anything because like yep. you could only use like you could play the game entirely with one Joy-Con because yep. it could okay. be like you could just move, you could use like a trigger button as like a confirm, you were throwing the Pokeballs like you were playing pokemon go on your phone um and so i think there was some frustration like people were like i just want to like just want to like play normal but like by and large like it was a i mean it was it was a good like i think had we not had like had this not been like the third or fourth revisit of the first gen people Mm -hmm. would have been maybe a little bit more frustrated but they're like it's 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 red and blue. We've played red and blue. This is just a different way to play red and blue. Um, and so like, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it too. It was, I really did. It was really neat. It just, yeah. Yeah. One of my roommates, I'll never forget, you know, being a a senior in college coming home from a class and my roommate is like grinding, catching chances and a cerulean cave. So he could get, you know, start, start having shinies pop up and he's like, you're getting all that experience from doing it. You know, there were there are a lot of fun moments there, but like like you said, you know, it's the third revisit, and I feel like by and large that game wasn't made for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it was made for the 
the new generation, which I feel yeah. like Pokemon has to yeah. walk that that tightrope, you know, between is this game accessible for the young generation? People like us when we started, five, six, seven, eight year olds. Yeah. While simultaneously being, you know, fun for those that have been with it, you know, late twenties, early thirties, people that had yep. had jumped in from the beginning and, and balancing it. Um, and I feel like let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee were definitively geared towards the younger generation. But still yeah. a lot of fun for for me. Um, I think you'd Corey have a lot of fun with it if you ended up giving it a replay, but I want to. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, I think you I think you kind of led into what I was kind of feeling is legitimately like I think there's something I think there's something to be said about the idea that like Pokemon they're making Pokemon for the next generation. Like they're making Pokemon for everybody. They want poke they want Pokemon mm-hmm. to appeal to everyone. But like, you know, they're thinking about they're they're not necessarily thinking about okay like how can we make this how can we make this more like a souls like so the people who really want that like masochistic kind of experience they can really go for it like they're i don't they're trying to make it broadly applicable which isn't necessarily going to forever appeal to the adults or the you know somebody who's played for a really long time and so again like it is kind of a thing where it's like you know you kind of wonder does like is it in not even pokemon but just like that that banner of like this monster collector like the chief one whatever it is whether it was digimon or some other new thing that was made up like is it better if like some young company made up of like gen zers who are like really tapped into what people what kids want nowadays made what kids want, like made that game made new Pokemon. Um, or I mean, do you like, do we think that game freak really can take that? Cause like, I think personally, I think like as much as like Pokemon legends, Arceus, like really didn't super do it for me. I think that is the path that maybe appeals more to a younger generation nowadays, just because of like the sensibilities of what kids are playing. Cause like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet like has a lot of neat stuff, but it's mainline Pokemon games, even though it doesn't bother me feel ancient in some respects, like by certain standards, just the fact that it's like very old school RPG playing where it's very turn-based. It's not even like it's not active turn-based battles. It's not, I mean, it's very, basic very old school the way that you're like interacting with things is very you know old era snes game boy rpg and it's like rcs again like could have like was kind of sparse at points or was whatever but it was very like kinetic you're running around you're just throwing pokeballs and you're mm-hmm. doing this thing you're riding you're jumping you're glad like you're you know and it is a thing where when rcs came out I was like, oh, this is a good template for what they could put into the mainline Pokemon games going forward. And there's a part of me now looking at Scarlet and Violet that's like, I could legitimately see them. I could legitimately see mainline Pokemon games being their offshoots going forward, where it was like people 
like what if they legitimately just poured into the Arceus formula more, like poured in that direction, whatever the legends thing is, became their main thing, became like, this is the way that we do things now because it appeals more or it functions better or we, we like it better. And I think that that's like, I think that that's a weird, like you said, Logan, I think it's a weird thing to kind of like a weird line to toe because you're trying to appeal to older fans who have done it for a long time. You're trying to appeal to newer fans who are just trying to get into it, who have only ever played let's go or Pokemon go or whatever. And the only other frame of reference they have is like, Oh, I've played Minecraft or I've played Roblox or I've, you know, I've played things that have no resemblance to what sword and shield or any of these play like. Um, so I think it is, I think it is a weird thing where it's like, it's almost kind of like this weird generational rift currently and Scarlet and Violet feels very like caught in the middle of it where it's like, there's so many cool forward thinking ideas that are being actively like just torn backwards. And you know, it feels old and it feels new at the same time. And it's this really weird thing. Um, so I don't know. I'm like, I'm really conflicted because I like, I want Scarlet and Violet to be better. Like I, I want yeah, it to, yeah. I like I, it, it's interesting. Like it, it has interesting stuff, but even like, even beyond performance stuff, like, you know, you can't, can't change most of your clothes. Most of the buildings you can't go in. Yeah. Most of the shops are just like menus that you open mm-hmm. whenever you push through the door. Like it feels very half baked and you know, and it's difficult to tell, like, is it game freak just being like, this is our best. This is what we did. Is it, was it a time constraint? Was it a limitation of the switch? Like, had the Switch Pro come out, had the Switch 2 come out, would this game be like slapping on all cylinders? Who knows? But yeah. I remember I seeing know. some rumors that, you know, there are, I guess, the kind of general thought that, you know, oh, the Switch can't handle this and that this was developed with the Switch Pro in mind <laughs> and then everything would look good. But we've seen yeah. great looking Switch yeah. games on this hardware. Yeah. yeah. That have run just phenomenal looking Switch games on this hardware. Yeah, yeah. I get that you gotta, you know, animate all the Pokemon and they gotta all have, you know, so many different, you know, facets to it. It's running around. They yeah. you know, sleep, they have terrestrialized forms, they got you know, XYZ. And I know that's by and large why they cut a huge number of the total Pokedex. But yeah, I, I I'm kind of in a similar similar position where I don't know how they really attract to, to younger fans coming back to that. Because yeah. Something that I loved is I lost a random trainer battle. I had a, a full squad of six, went up yep. against a guy with, you know, two Pokemon and lost. And for me, I, I personally loved it. I was excited to have a fight that I didn't just have to, you know, go up with. with <laughs> roll out. Yeah, roll out, yeah. roll out. Yeah. Um, and it, for me, that was a net positive. Losing the first time I rolled up in a team star base in the boss fight because a Torkoal just eight hits. Correct me. Just th- that kind of stuff for me is a net positive because it presents a challenge. 
they also have to look at the young fan who mm-hmm. might get turned off by that immediately. Yeah. If they, they lose a trainer battle and the interest is gone because They're they can like, go do What the heck? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> this isn't fair. Yeah. And then, yep. then they can go on Roblox and play, you know, whatever whatever mm-hmm. they want to do for, for a very young age oh, demographic. Yeah. But, you know, I, I can understand why you're, you're kind of towing the balance of, you know, gotta, it, it's got to appeal to both. And I think it's, if it's benefiting one side of this generational gap, it's, in a lot of instances that I've encountered, very very early in the game mm-hmm. have have come at the expense to you know the other side that might want a more streamlined paint by numbers right. experience and if they can balance both of those i don't think so with the current setup unless they really invest in arceus and make it completely geared towards one side or the other yeah uh, and you know they very well could do that but um you know, as of right now, post this game, unless they take some real development time between the next Let's Go, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, on yep. the box legendary, um, or Generation Ten, you know, yeah, I, unless there's some serious reflection on Game Freak's end, the Pokemon Company's end, I don't know, you know, if they're gonna be able to do it or if they're just gonna churn stuff out and know they're gonna make money, still gain new fans, yeah. And, still keep old fans like myself well i i don't wonder if the original idea was for this to release sometime next year but because breath of the wild 2 or tears tears of the kingdom um has been i I don't want to say delayed but has been like not announced for so long they're like we have to have something come out in this holiday period which we kind of talked about and they went to Game Freak, like, you're releasing Scarlet and Violet in November. And they're like, it's not done. Yeah. Release Legends. They're like, too bad. Release it. I can fully yeah. see that being a absolute conversation that probably happened. But I also, I agree with y'all in terms of, like, I can't imagine being a kid. Like, a four-year-old child. Be like, here's the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet game. Them getting it, putting in, like, okay, what do I do? Do whatever you want. That doesn't really help me. Like, yeah. I don't know where to go. I've never done this before. Uh, I guess I'll run around. But like, for us, it's new. It's fun because it's like, oh, this is a whole new way for us to experience, like, what we know in our past. We know technically there is a critical path, but now we can just mix it up however we want, do whatever we want, have fun with it. They, I feel like Scarlet and Violet was made with the idea of us in mind of, like, okay, you have wanted it. Here you go. Have it. And Legends, like, we've been saying or y'all were saying that it was definitely geared towards a younger audience because they can step in it's like here's the basis of pokemon here's how you go catch pokemon go just throw your balls like kinetic i believe was the word he used and i think that's a really good one and we have these like pseudo boss battles that aren't gems but it's a different way for a different flavor of you taking on um quote-unquote bosses in the game in a very easier way granted i think it's a little dark souls-esque in legends but that's that is just me you have a whole world (laughs) Um, and so going forward i I do think you will see legends like we've been saying very honed up and geared towards a younger audience you're going to see the new mainline games coming in where they're gonna i think they're gonna experiment heavy in these legends ideas or these other spinoff games and use some of those tools in the mainline 
And then you're going to continue to see them remaking games because the Let's Goes won't stop. Oh, absolutely. Like, we just had Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl last November or October. Yep. Like, you know, we've had a lot of games in a very short amount of time. Like, Game Freak is being pushed heavily to release Pokemon content. And it's not going to get any easier or better for them with how this release has gone. And yeah. I think it's worrying because un- unless they want to double or triple their team size, it's bad news bears. Yeah. And to be, yeah. to be fair to brilliant diamond shining pearl, I know that was the first kind of Pokemon series game that was made by a non game freak company. I think it was IC or ILCA that developed those games. Okay. Um, and, and even in you know that, that um, attempt, they kind of played by the exact book of Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl to, to the original games, you know, didn't even Just really... Cheapied. Yeah, didn't, yeah, didn't take yeah. much. I mean, even from, uh, gosh, what was the third? Platinum? Uh, with yep. Giratina in the yep. box? They didn't even take lessons from that. It was mm-hmm. like a, it was a knockoff blue point attempt at remaking a... Yeah, it was by the book. Only difference was shared XP. Yeah. yeah, which is by far the greatest thing that Pokemon has ever done for their games is right. shared XP. And even on that, I've got close friends that that are into the games that are fuming that shared XP is a thing because it, really? in their mind, doesn't present a challenge anymore because they feel like you know the grind is a necessary can, part of the game. You can cut it off, yeah. I don't think so. No, I thought it's probably might cut it off. Can't I? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure in Scarlet and Violet. I know in some of the games in the past you were able to because it would be like okay. a, it would, I think it's some early on, it was like an item that had to be held. So it would be like one of your Pokemon in your party was holding that item and then it would disperse oh, yeah. XP and then it became it like a thing. Early on. Yeah, yeah. And then it became a thing where I think it was like a, something in your bag that you could turn on or off. But I think it's, don't think you can turn it off in Scarlet and Violet. I'm not sure. I um, am a huge fan because I despise grinding absolutely. in my older yeah. age. That and the fact that you can just, you know, for for me being, um, you know, still kind of early stages, seeing a bunch of like hop-ups or oh, whatever, yeah. toss oh, my yeah. Fue Coco evolution out there, let them, you know, whoop up on... Auto-battling too. Just yeah. Absolutely decimate the, the ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Pokemon. sitting here like committing... Almost genocide out <laughs> in this south region with my Quaxley just death. Yeah, I am <laughs> death. And I look at that. It's also what as I'm watching, you know, them you know whoop up on all the Pokemon yeah. in this little area. I'm like, maybe I know, you know, that kind of inspiration is where Toby Fox brought yeah. up Undertale yes. from. Of like, hey, maybe it's not cool that we're wiping out, you know, everything we come across and just yeah. leaving you know carcasses on the floor, yeah. all in the name of XP. Uh, <laughs> or am I the baddie? Oh, but in Pokemon, I love it because they just fainted. You know, they, oh, yeah, they just fainted. They're, they'll wake back up. They're fine. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're totally not dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so going for it. I mean, like if you were to make a prediction in five years from now, um, you know, we assume by that point there's a new Nintendo console. It's like you I know. hope. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> My but I mean, what do you like? What do you? What would you bet is the direction of Pokemon at that point? Is it like 
have they really kind of rectified? Have they like perfected the formula? Have they really gotten this down or did they pivot and move and say like, okay, like we're really leaning hard into this like legends type mold and all of the old school style Pokemon games are really just kind of like our retrospectives, like a new black and white remake or whatever. Like, you know, where do we think it goes from here? That's a really good question. I I think they are going to, and my personal thought with having the development team split into, I think they're going to try to push boundaries more. The legends series, Mm -hmm. try new, you know, whether it's completely catching Pokemon, they could go on completely, you know, just full on battling. There's certain mechanics that I think are so integral to the Pokemon franchise. They can expand on beyond, you know, creating the first Pokedex. Yeah. Um, you know, they could really dive into more of these kind of like these gym challenges where they're mm-hmm. not necessarily battles. They're pushing an olive around or whatever, but they could oh, do or finding that was so funny. pushing the olive, <laughs> the sun for it. Finding yeah, olive, yeah. Finding out that was yeah. pretty fun, but I think they could do more. Yeah. Um, and I think they're going to continue to try to push the boundaries, even if it's not in the, the big swings, I'd rather them take huge swings and misses on the, yeah. Um, you know, Legends series to find mechanics that really push the mainline series forward is my personal hopes. Um, I think they're going to take very small swings personally yeah. on the Legends games and churn out mainline Pokemon series games that take bits and pieces and, and small lessons learned and push forward. And I, I mean, Sadly, my my thought is it's going to look a lot like what Scarlet and Violet looks like with maybe yeah. better graphics. Maybe. And that's, you know, if I'm being optimistic. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's looking half-flexible. Yeah. Like. Absolutely. But in an ideal scenario, I think, you know, they take swings with the, the Legend series and they incorporate a lot of that into making a a mainline series that encapsulates the greater Pokemon experience. Yeah. Um, that, that can appeal to those younger and older generations. And I think that's what they're going to go with, with the mainline series. Um, are they going to swing quite as big? I don't think so personally, but um, that's kind of where I'm at. Corey, are you kind of in a similar position? Or? I, I think I'm in the same position. I think there's all the potential in the world for them to like, they could Pokemon Scarlet and Violet would run on my PS2 with no problem. I just said yeah. last week. Yeah, I mean, and, I and I still stand by it. Like, it would not push its system in any way, shape, or form. You're telling yep. me a windmill can run at 5 FPS on a PS2 as well? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it, <laughs> again, there's so they have all the potential in the world to where they could, like, um, this is, like, the bare bones of almost the perfect Pokemon game, is what yeah. Scarlet and yeah. Violet is. Like, it has, it does so many things right. Um, I think it, but it does so many things wrong and you can, this again, goes to the whole topic of can game freak do it. And I, I don't know if it's a topic if they want to or not, it's can they, yeah. because yeah. there's no reason why, I mean, breath of the wild should look infinite. I'm talking. It's a, a Wii U game. A Wii U game. It looks <laughs> like, like a completely different. 
I mean, this game looks like it was made in 2005, Scarlet and Violet. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's no reason why games should still be looking like they're made in 2005. Again, we can harp on the graphics all we want, but the, we're talking technical issues that so many people are experiencing in the largest franchise. And I'm just mm-hmm. not wondering if it's too big of a money machine where they don't care to ever really invest the time, money, resources, take the time off. Um, I mean, look at. Let's look at Assassin's Creed for an example. They took two, three years off, I think, between Odyssey and Valhalla. Um, or was it Origins and Odyssey? I can't remember exactly. But in there, they were like, we are going to take um, a whole extra year of a development cycle. That way we can put out a game that's more modern, up to date. It's going to run better on consoles. It's not going to crash as much. And they took the hit on that. Not to say that Ubisoft isn't making a ton of money. But again, we're talking about the largest IP franchise, whatever you want to call it, in the world right now. Why can't Game Freak just take a step back and be like, hey, we really want to hone our craft. We really want to make an excellent game for everyone to enjoy from kids all the way up to our lifelong fans. We're going to take a couple cycles off. We're going to really work and learn the Switch because essentially these games, they, Pokemon has always been handheld. And this yeah. is their first real, not their first foray, but Sword and Shield and uh, Scarlet and Violet have been their forays. It's like, okay, we're making console games now. And again, this would be, this would look great on my DS <laughs> that yeah. uh, Logan has given me. Like, yeah. it would look perfect on there. I, it would be what I expected on there. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that we are in 2022, there is an OLED switch, there's rumblings of a Switch 2, Switch Pro, whatever we want to call it, coming down the line. And they don't care to learn the hardware, really learn the system, I think is extremely worrying. Where I agree with Logan. They're just going to take small swings. Like People really love the open world area of Legends. Let's hone that in for Scarlet and Violet. Um, they enjoy seeing Pokemon out roaming in the wild. We're going to keep that, but you can't auto-catch anymore. But you can auto-battle to yeah, save you yeah. time, because we hear a lot of complaining that even though we do shared XP, battling still takes a long time. And so it's one of those things where, like, they're, it, they're, Game Freak is perfect Nintendo company. They hear a little bit of what everyone wants. They're like, how about we give a little bit of this? That should placate them. Yeah. And that is just the business model that Nintendo has followed that Game Freak is following, and I can't see it ever changing, just because why would they? Yeah. Yeah. If you're making well, in, in three weeks, yeah. or three days. I mean, that's before, like, Christmas is coming around. Like, it's going to keep selling and selling and selling. Absolutely. And, yeah. It's just nuts. Well, and it's, you know, and I think, I think it just, because, you know, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I think one of... Game Freak's biggest issues is less not making good games so much as it is they're potentially just stubborn in the way they make games, where it is very much like they're very set in the way that they want to do things. Because, like, I mean, you look at games like, I don't know, Wind Waker came out like an O2 and still looks great today, and it's because of a style choice. It's because, (laughs) like, they, they took a style that could be a little bit more timeless. And like, yeah, the Wii U remaster remake, like made it look a lot better, but it wasn't because they did, they 
overhauled all these things is because they just added quality of life, sharpened yeah. edges, and did, you know added all of this kind of stuff. And yeah, I mean, if Game Freak Game Freak can still make these beautiful Pokemon games without them being these big technical powerhouses, they just have to like style because that was the thing is like I'm looking at. Scarlet and Violet, and it's like, oh, these like these character models are solid. Like mm-hmm. you can see the fibers, you can see like the linen, like on these shirts. And yeah. while you're standing next to like a polygonal tree, like it's it is a yeah, very like jarring thing, yeah. right? And so like taking some of those approaches is obviously would obviously help. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I think it's a like. To answer my own question from earlier, like I hope because there are games like Tim Tim and um, Pokemon or Digimon, like Cyber Sleuth Digimon. and like all of these Digimon. things <laughs> that are like, I mean, that that take that like do the same thing to some sort of degree. But like at the end of the day, I just want Pokemon and I want Pokemon yeah. to just be better Pokemon. And I don't want it to be like a a brand new thing. Or like some ra- like I just I want I want them to figure out whatever the formula is, and I hope that long term they get into this place where they figure out a groove and they can just like really optimize what they do and broaden it out in some huge way. And hopefully, hopefully they figure that out before their next mainline game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, who knows? I mean, if they, I honestly, if this is where they are with it, I would honestly prefer if they pulled back a little bit on their next like big thing. If they went somewhere in between sword and shield and scarlet and violet, whenever it came to its openness <laughs> where, where they just in a place where they could reasonably handle it. Um, Cause I would hate for it to go even bigger where they're like, Oh, Absolutely. now we're Skyrim level, oh, you know, God. exploration. Um, but we're all just stick figures now. And like, I, I would just, I would rather them hone it in and just like figure it out. Also just fun side note. Cause I did, uh, look it up. Um, Assassin's Creed from two until after syndicate was yearly. Yeah, it was yearly. Then they- it was yearly. And then, uh, syndicate to origins was two years. Origins to Odyssey was one year. And then Odyssey to Valhalla was two or one? Two years. Two and years. now they, and then, this is two-year cycle now on Valhalla. So so Mirage, so Valhalla came out in 2020. Mirage will be coming out in 2023. And then their whole like infinity thing, whatever they're doing, that'll come out right. later in 2020. So, I mean, yeah, Valhalla to whatever they're doing next is the longest we've gone without an Assassin's Creed since it's existed. So. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. Like I, I would be happy to sit back and let them find their formula, which by the way is heart gold and soul silver. But, <laughs> um, and like really like, Hey, this, we've taken our time. We've heard your complaints. We've addressed them. We hope you enjoy. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that that's all like, if what it takes is taking that step back and taking the time to reassess and figure it out, then yeah, I mean, I would, I would much rather a world where we don't see another mainline Pokemon game for five years. And it's like the best game we've ever played Mm -hmm. than just have a mediocre one every 
two. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and, um, and my thought is it should be, you know, if, if they would have put as much care and attention to this, even if they took an extra six months in development and to be fair, I'm not a game developer. I don't know all yeah. that goes into it, but it, it feels obvious. This game looks and feels and plays like it could have used another six months minimum in the hopper. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And 100%. It could have been the biggest game, not just in, in the Pokemon mainline series, but in the world for mm-hmm. the stretch. If a, a lot of these small complaints that pile up to become big complaints in the graphics department mm-hmm. and some of the gameplay, you know, stuff with how do you balance scaling and how do you, mm-hmm. you know, ha- help meet both the, the brand new player and the veteran. If they, I feel like the bones are there and it's so frustrating and it creates this incredibly conflicting experience in this game where I'm loving it. Yes. And I can see that the, the structure is there for greatness and it's just cut at the knees by a a very short development cycle and a team that seems to be stretched too thin with a time frame to pump out a game that's too short. And I can't help but think about what would have happened if they would have had the full game freak team not split between two games but just on this one and gave it an yeah. additional year mm-hmm. like this could have been the biggest game in, in the world and it just it becomes this extremely conflicting yeah. experience and it's ah it's just so so frustrating in the end it, it's one of those things where i think had they done that we could be sitting here talking about it in four years time like not in the same scope of breath of the wild and how it's revered but in such a way where it's like what a game that that was like that is the that is the benchmark yeah. that is the template that could they have been the goat now could have easily been the goat pokemon game mm. and, and yeah. instead yeah. it continues to be whatever game you first played growing up yeah as everyone's yeah. Gold and silver yeah <laughs> exactly so you could know, you could have looked at it and said hey it man it's so frustrating and I see a lot of the scores that are floating around are like sixes and fives and sevens. I'm like an eight and a half. That's just me. I'm having a great time. Yeah, and I'm having a great time too. <laughs> it's the first time in my life I've had to reckon with, man, they could have done more with the graphics. That is true. I would have loved to not have been riding around in my Myriadon and then hit a diglet that didn't render until five seconds after. Yeah. Yeah. Like the little explanation mark comes up. It's, it's few and far between, but it's enough. For, yeah. from my personal experience to to be such a detractor and i mean hopefully they learn their lesson with the sales numbers and the money they're pulling in mm-hmm. will they probably yeah. not but i mean i'm still gonna i'm still I'm gonna sorry. play and that's the problem I'm a sucker you know i'm a clown that's yeah. that's the problem we're suckers we're clowns we we're gonna buy it yep take my money they're gonna get their 60 dollars. i'm the meme take my money <laughs> well and and i mean i think it's also a thing where it's like it is a it is a tough thing to fault somebody for enjoying something. Like it's a tough thing to look at it and be like, no, you should not like objectively, this is something you should not enjoy. Like you should not give them your money because you, you can't enjoy this. It's so bad. It's impossible. And the reality is that it isn't true. I mean, Corey and I have talked about it plenty. I'm not sure your your familiarity with it, but I wholeheartedly top five games of all time. Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch. Oh my gosh. Best game. <laughs> such a good game. But it is like, I mean, when it came out was in the sevens. Corey 
I hyped it up for years. Corey hates it. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> can't stand it. But it's a thing the where, like, goaded. <laughs> but I, I mean, I played it when it came out. It's developed those alley. feelings. Replayed it last year. Platinumed it. Loved it to death. Nothing has changed. There is plenty wrong with Logan it. Logan would love it. It's it's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some screenshots right now. Yeah. It's it is a Ghibli film. But like yes, there are Ghibli. yeah. Yeah. It it is like I mean there but that's the thing. There's plenty of bad stuff with it. The second one does plenty of things better than it. But like do I Will will I will I spend money on that over and over and over and over again till the end of time? Yes, and you cannot tell me otherwise. And I think it's like I think that's the hard thing. It's like until Pokemon, until nobody is enjoying Pokemon anymore, like it's difficult to just say like we can't we can't give them our money. They don't deserve our money because at the core of it, like Scarlet and Violet. Regardless of everything else, they're still sitting there managing a fun experience. With yeah. everything else going on, they are managing to have an experience that people are like, okay, like I can look past all of this because there are plenty of games that I've run into a few of those things and I'm done. I'm like, yeah. I'm not seeing this through. I'm out of this. I cannot do it. And there's enough there that most, that there are plenty of people who are like, yeah, I'm going to say it's going to be a bumpy ride, but I'm going to see it through to the end. And yeah. that in and of itself is pretty spectacular. And I think it shows that like, to me anyway, it shows the Pokemon is more than its own nostalgia. Like it is, it has the potential to be something bigger and greater and is continually that thing, even if it runs into like some, some hiccups here. Yeah. There. Yeah. So. Not every game has a, has dash bun in it. No. The, the love of brioche. <laughs> Sweet boy. I've, I've nicknamed my dash bun brioche. Speaking of this, it's time to, it's time we show off. All right. What's the cruise? What's your crew, Chris? So currently, oh God, I'm trying to think of names because I've nicknamed all of mine. So I have, um, I have Fue Coco. I have his second evolution currently. Mm, his okay. name is Herbert. Um, okay. I have okay. a, I have a rock rough whose name is Wallace. Okay. I have a tad bulb whose name is Greta. Um, like I have. Or Greta. Thurnberg. I have. Who else do I have? I have. Um, I have the. I have uh, Fido, whose name is Ryan, like Rye Bread, R Y E A N. I have. Big respect on that one. I have a Palmo, the evolution of Palmy. Um, named Deborah. Um, what's my last one? I can't remember. I can't remember who they are. Um, I, I think forget. it's a. Yeah, Corey, I see yours pulled up in front of me right now. Yeah, I'm looking for a brioche. There he is. Okay, okay. Your uh, your Quaxley's level 31. I I heard yeah. you on last week mention you gave him an Everstone. I didn't know if that was that yep. was cap or not, but yep. there it is. <laughs> I'm currently rocking uh, Larvitar, nicknamed Vagar from uh, House of the Dragon. Of course. Um, 
I have, uh, I've never seen him before. I just caught him. Um, but he's the love of my life as well. Uh, a sea toddle, sea toddle, sea toddle. Uh, he's like a big white whale. I've nicknamed him Henry. Um, I've also caught, um, he, uh, a skiddo. I've nicknamed him messy cause it's a goat. Okay. Very nice. <laughs> um, I also have a gorilla, uh, oh. nicknamed queen. It just feels fitting. My quaxley nicknamed Remy. Um, and, uh, my, uh, Dashbone nicknamed brioche. Uh, shout awesome. out to my wife. She picked that. And then my favorite, uh, nickname I've given is my Psyduck. I've nicknamed him Yellow Bell 69. <laughs> Love it. So that was, a- that was my last one was Skiddo. I do also have nice. Skiddo on my, on my team. Messy, 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 messy. I'm going to miss <laughs> Hey, he scored oh, today. I know, man. Hey, I'm glad to be watching soccer games that they score. And shout True. out to the U.S. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kind of spoil the vibe here. I, I want no nicknames this run. Typically, I'm big. Oh, no. I, normally, I'm big team nicknames. I've done a lot of Nuzlocke yep, yep. runs in the um, not too um, distant distant past. Um, uh-huh. But because I skipped, you know, black and white two X and Y, I'm still running yep. across Pokemon for the first time. Where I'm like, oh, you're you're brand new to me. Like I ran across yep. Scatterbug and caught him yep. immediately because I was like, oh, he's new. And I looked him up, and it's like he debuted in 2012. Yeah, you're like. like oh, <laughs> So, so the no nickname run is mostly practical. Uh, so I actually know what they're called. Um, yeah, no idea. Yeah. And you're not, and you're not wrong for doing that because, like, I've noticed in the last couple of gens, like, I walk away having a much worse knowledge of what their actual name is. All I, <laughs> who even knows? I have none. Uh, but I'm team uh, Fuecoco, uh Crocolar Evolution. Love him. Uh huh. Uh, Dash Bond. I've got a Mary, I think it's Marianne, poison water type. That's sick. Um, goes hard. Looks like it has like Very blue nice. hair flowing down. So sick. Oh, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm also team yeah, toxicity. Yeah. That's my sword and uh, shield. Yeah. I also, hangover. I also love toxicity. Oh, my goodness. I got him in the amped form. Do you form. have the, okay. do you have, oh, you have the amped form? So oh. sick. Oh, he's hard. That's very oh, punk. Strum, That's very metal. Strums, like yeah. the little things on his chest. Looks like a guitar. Oh, did you oh. never? Did you never see? Talk no, I did. So yeah. I haven't played a like since Diamond and Pearl. I've missed. I haven't played a mainline Pokemon game like new one till this. So yeah. I am missing hundreds. I bought. So uh, Toxtricity has he has two forms like. There's a there's an amped form where he's yellow and purple and he's more like high energy and then there's his low key form which is more like you know super chill I think he plays a bass guitar and like it, that's his whole vibe okay uh, yeah he's yeah. he's so sick my other uh, Jen I guess eight favorite is Applin got a little oh, yeah. Applin yeah love a little the, type yep loved Good. him so hard and then uh, Orthworm the uh, a little steel type. Um, don't know how far y'all are. And see, it feels like a, some things feel like spoilers now with Orthworm. The pace that the pace that people can go about. I thought uh-huh. he was a uh, a Voltorb when I rolled up. Um, all of a sudden, I see him burrowing in the ground. Like, oh, what, what the heck? Yeah, it scared me. I was, yeah. Voltorb can't do that. This is, um, <laughs> this is new. Okay, you. But the the two Pokemon that I've I've been just obsessed with is Tandemouse primarily. 
Oh yeah, it yep. is. Corey, yes, you seen I, I, I have uh, Tandy Mouse. So, and y'all are both on uh, Scarlet, I Let's believe, because yeah. y'all yes. can. The evolution becomes, I think, four mice in total. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like a little family. Uh, and then I think in Violet, it's only the three of them. Oh. And the descriptions, I think the, the Pokedex is very much like, oh, we don't know where these eggs came from after this picnic. I think it does the same thing with the Tandem House. Where it's <laughs> I like, think we know where they came from. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the third one showed up one day and we don't know where it came from. But now they're a Tandem, tandem, <laughs> now they're tandem family. Yeah. Uh, love, so. Yeah. No, them, keep going. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. Um. So I don't fully understand this, um, but so Tandem Mouse goes into Mouse Hold. Mouse Hold has two different forms, family of four, family of three. The form Tandem Mouse evolves into is determined based on its encryption constant, which I'm not familiar with, but there is only a one in 100 chance of it being a family of three. Interesting. Hmm. The name yeah. Mousehold so is incredible. It, it's amazing. It doesn't look, I mean, it doesn't say anything about being version exclusive. Interesting. Maybe I had a wrong it read on sounds that. like it's, yeah, maybe it's, I mean, maybe there's some sort of, but at least from this, it says it's just, there's just a one in a hundred chance that it there'll be three instead of four. <laughs> so. I've cool. also caught a Tinkatuff. Uh, I've nicknamed her Tiny Tina, and she is Chaos Incarnate. Uh, she's um, got the mallet, right? Yeah. Well, it, right now it's like this yep. laser gun, because I caught her, and she about party-wiped me. She is a unit, and she yep. is my child. I love her dearly. Um, and she will be making it to the home stretch uh, with me, because she's my everything. Yeah, I feel like this generation, more than any of them, I'm, I'm like experimenting more with types than normal. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you typically, yep. you run with whatever you know, version your starter is. You always got to have a water type. Yep. You should always have to have a type that could fly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe electricity. Yep. And generally dragon for coolness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because well, yep. there's like quasi. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the exact name for it, but like. Legendary, but not legendary. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dragon, Dragonite, Dragonair. That was a big. Yeah. I mean, like your Tyranitars and your Salamances. Yeah. I'm 100% going that kind for of stuff. Tyranitar right yeah. now. I will say I love so much, and I think it, this actually might be one of the best decisions that they've done, is to have a your uh, Crydon and um, what's, his, what's his name in Violent? Oh, um, right on. Mar- right on. Yeah. Um, that they use that like this is your flying, your surf, like your mode of transportation yeah. through the world. You no longer have to have a set move for a set Pokemon that does this utility for you. Yeah. Here is this. That way you have the full freedom to craft like your Pokemon skill set however you wish. Now, if they you still want them to know surf that move, like they can, but it's not required for them for you to be able to traverse through the world. And I appreciate that. And I think that is such a good decision. Absolutely. And I think being there's so many quality of life improvements with that, like being able to fly from the get go and yep. not have to hope you stumble into someone's house in Gen 1. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they give you fly. Like there's there's enough quality of life improvements there, which I think Sword and Shield did to an extent, the Corviknight taxi service in Sword and Shield where you could fly. Yep. Yep. But I think it was, you know, K 
kept after a certain point of progression from here from get go. You can sure. yeah. fly anywhere you you've been. Anywhere you've been, you just fly right back to it. Yep. Incredible. Yep. So it's, it's yeah, like, which is man, great. Yep. Man, like two That's steps amazing. forward, one step back. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure if you were aware of this because it kind of sorry, I may be um slight spoilers for anyone who's like maybe spoiled by this just in Pokemon. Um, but I'm reading through, I just started going down a rabbit hole whenever we were talking about toxicity and just, it started me looking at alternate forms of different Pokemon. Did you know that the Paldean Taurus in, uh, all black, uh, Scarlet has, there were, well, there are three different forms of him. There is a fighting only type. There's a fire fighting type and there is a water fighting type. Hold on. I have one. Let, let, let's check on this. Let, 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 let's look. Okay. Mine is fighting, fighting type. Yeah. Fighting yeah. with the terror type of fighting. So yeah. there is a, so they're all called just a Paldean Tauros, but they're like nicknamed. The fighting fighting is a combat breed. The blaze breed is fighting in fire and aqua breed is fighting in water. And apparently like it just like, I mean, they're distinguished. Like you can tell, like I think their horns and their tails are different. Um, but yeah, who knew? Um, I'm kind of like really into that. Also one of their moves like is typed differently. Like they have Mm -hmm. a signature move that's typed differently. I don't know. Kind of makes me want to go catch one now. Yeah. I have one right now. Um, there's one I've nicknamed him Iron Bull. Yeah, I, I mean, I have a I have a regular one, but now it makes me want to kind of get a water fighting type. Also, just just to like chime in about like the number of it seems like there are a lot of fighting something types. Yeah, I mean, I've just in general, that. like there Absolutely. always have been, but it seems like that's the case also now. I feel there's a lot more fairy types as well. It could yeah. just be me having missed, you know, the last five yeah. generations, yeah. but. So there's uh there's one move I wanted to to point attention to when I was thinking about it called Chili Reception, which I'm okay. not sure y'all had seen. Oh wait, I did see this. This is so good. The description is the user tells a chillingly bad joke before switching places with a party Pokemon and waiting. This summons a snowstorm lasting five turns. Nice. So in canon, one of your Pokemon comes out and tells just a terrible joke retreats because of how bad the reception is and then it starts snowing. I mean, that's... I need my Quaxley to know this. That is <laughs> iconic. Just Quaxley stepping out on some Jerry Seinfeld. Hey, y'all heard that airline food? <laughs> <laughs> boom, the reception boom, being that bad. Tomato, tomato. Oh my goodness. But it's just a snowstorm instead. It's incredible. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's great. Well, do you guys have... I mean, like... Do you have anything else Pokemon like related? I mean, I think it's, I think like only time will tell going forward <laughs> what Pokemon kind of looks like. Um, yes. Shout out to Ash Ketchum finally being a Pokemon champion oh, yeah. in the world. It only he took did 25 it, didn't years, you know, Look at never that. say it's too old to accomplish your dreams. He did it at 10. He is still 10 yeah. years old. He's been 10 for yeah. a billion years, but he's made it happen. He's made it happen. Um, I don't know if anyone, I don't know if y'all have seen, I'm sure y'all have, but like the scene, like the final scene is so sick. It, the yep. final fight is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely yep. incredible. It was all my, like my TikTok for you page oh, was, yeah. it was just inspirational videos of, of Ash's team finally getting it done. Um, 
No, I mean, I, I think, you know, to, to point to the positiveness of this game, I think it is the first one that's, and I'm early into it. You know, I haven't gotten to end game. I know something's going to spoil it. I've heard Ed Sheeran is in like the credits scene. I've seen the first mod that someone did was to mod Ed Sheeran <laughs> out of the game. So obviously that's a big downturn on the yeah. way out the door. But that's, that's bad. That's bad exit strategy. You know, it, it does feel like the first game that can challenge the, the kind of notion that whatever game you start on is mm-hmm. typically your favorite. Uh, yeah. I still think this can, you know, be my favorite despite all of its shortcomings. I think mm-hmm. the bones are that good. Um, I'm, I'm still team crystal till I die, which hey, is respect. my first game, Mad respect. Yeah. but you know, it's, it's got the potential to be great. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited to keep playing. Um, I've held off on Ragnarok specifically because I know all my times in this game. I know, I know Ragnarok's great. It's I've heard, I've heard some chatter about the puzzles, and how, yeah, how divided how great they is. are. How it's, you know, oh, there's there's some color things. I need to throw my axe at it. I know it's got to hey, be more. Yeah, diverse if you do than this that. after like three seconds, let me just do the puzzle, please. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I, um, I, I'm excited to see how it pans out. I'm, I'm going to you know, stick with it and keep taking my sweet time with it. Um, and yeah, I think. You know, it's got the potential. I think with even with patches, it's got the potential. But you know, more than ever, I, it it gives me hope for the future. If I'm looking at it with a half glass full perspective, yeah. yeah. Like we said earlier, the the more realist slash pessimistic I look at it, the more I worry that they're going to take the wrong lessons from it. But yeah. I mean, still, you know, seven out of ten, eight out of ten, having a blast. It's so good. Gonna gonna keep on going. I know you're kind of playing Heart Gold, and I know you, Corey, were playing Fire Red, Leaf Green. Yeah, um, or specifically Fire Red on the Fire side. Red, and I've been playing Heart Gold like right before this. Just kind of kind of quick. How do you feel about the the quality of life improvements that you see with like your legendary being your mode of transport? Obviously, you're uh, playing a remake of Gen yeah. One and a remake of Gen Two, but um seeing it from that angle to where it's at now i the quality of life improvements of shared xp i get that's not everybody's favorite flavor but i despise grinding um i especially despise it of where i'm at in heart gold where i'm a big tyranitar guy i'm just gonna we're, we're putting that out there i went and got yeah. a Larvitar. i'm trying to level them up to catch them back up with everyone else oh, before i head cool. into like end game and it takes forever because i also have one or two others that have slightly fallen behind as mm-hmm. well that i'm trying to get up and it it's just a grueling process um same with fire red i mean it's that is just it's not fun especially with all all, all i am doing is grinding yeah it is just battles yeah. over and over again um and I don't have the most amount of time as I did when I was a kid where I would just ride in the back of my parents' car and be like, all right, I'm going to play for 30 minutes in the car. Oh, all right, on the way home, 30 minutes in the car um, before I go to bed. Before, and I'm not I'm supposed to be in bed, but I'm not in bed. All right, I'm going to do this. <laughs> if I do that now, if there's too much blue light on my eyes and I need to go to bed right away and I'm tired and I can't. And all of that for like five levels. Yep. Um, so quality of life with that auto battling, having your legendary feel very natural as well. I won't get into too much of it, but it feels so much better than 
right when I had my full team and I'm going to save the world and I throw a master ball at this guy. It's like, yeah. look, got him. He's mine now. Sick. Um, and I can relate to this legendary Pokemon because I, I also like sandwiches. I love sandwiches. You know? I get it. Um, <laughs> but I, I do miss a lot of the core critical path. Um, I, I do really enjoy some of, especially in Heart Gold and I guess in Fire Red because you can kind of pick and choose your path as well uh, there. But like, okay, I have to go do this. Um, that unlocks this gem before this one can unlock. I need to go somewhere else and like help heal this Pokemon. And it offers no bits of side stories, little bits of different flavors you get during the critical path. But I enjoy that by far. Um, I won't say by far the most, but I comfort food is what we've used. It is such good comfort food. And stepping into this, I'm having so much fun. It's such a blast. Um, the quality of life improvements are infinitely better, but there is, I guess, that nostalgia in me that really loves the, uh, I really miss the old, like, pixel art style on my Game Boy Color. I wish, like, there was, like, in Dragon Quest Eleven where you can turn that on instead yeah. of, like, running around the open world to, oh, I'm going to, like, the old style. I wish you could kind of do that. And some of the new yeah. games of, like, hey, here's this brand new experience that kids are going to love. Sorry, this is more now I'm like really thinking like, Oh, what, what do I wish down the line? Like here's yep. this new game that's coming out, but also here's this optional feature. Turn on the 16 bit and right. have your nostalgia. It's yeah. same game you would play otherwise just in this style. Um, but um, it feels like two very different meals I'm eating when I play yeah. the two of them. It, Scarlet and Violet does not feel like the same game or hemisphere that like Fire Red is or Heart Gold yeah. is. It feels like two very different things. And I don't think that's necessarily yeah. a bad thing. It's just what does Game Freak do? Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. All righty, guys. Well, I think that's a show. Um, Logan, chime in really quickly. What else are you playing besides Pokemon, or have been playing, or what? What's your what's your favorite game of 2022 since you're here? Oh man, Marvel I know snap. y'all did. I know y'all did an episode on this. <laughs> Marvel Snap. Oh yeah, boy. Hey, hey, I'm running. I'm running a destruction deck right now. Just unlocked the death card. No Roll out there. I've, I've been trying. I've got a. I am doing a prime. I've been having a blast with a move deck. Oh yeah, that is made up. Yeah, Vulture and Iron Fist, uh, Craven and Iron Fist. Yeah, just going to town. I've been trying to sell Heimdall coming in. It's. It, it, <laughs> I thought I downloaded it the other day and it never did. I was like, eh, oh well. <laughs> I mean, it's it's top five <laughs> goatee easy. Um, I yeah, I recently it, played um Inscription, which I know y'all did a, y'all, a spoiler. Yep cast on recently Um, you sold me on it when when you were playing oh man i i'm not a horror game fan at all and i know it's not necessarily horror but just enough to get me Mm -hmm. completely invested um yeah i've been on a weird kick of these games of service games where i i used to be you know when i was very young it was all you know either pokemon or like Kingdom Hearts or or Kingdom Hearts just changing my life. Um, But it's right now while I've been playing Pokemon, it's been that and then the occasional Rocket League break. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. 
But but this year, Gody between Inscription, I finally played Persona Five Royal. Look at you. I mean, Corey, it was the long grind. It was, oh yeah, it was the pursuit to get me to play Persona. <laughs> I, I I evangelized for a long time. Yeah, and finally, hey, I mean, you have to. Yeah, I mean, you did. It takes me. a year. So yeah. I, yeah. I'll randomly hear um, this go or. The new Carly Rae Jepsen album. Oh yeah. The the last song on that record has like a 15 second stretch, which is just like that yep. persona acid jazz that just like mm-hmm. I was immediately oh, yeah. like I need to get this game again. So I started yeah. playing Strikers. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's go. So that I've started my third replay of uh oh, gosh Fire Emblem Three Houses, my first Golden Deer no, run. Look at you. I know. Yeah. Just all these so good. All these Japanese games. And they, I'm just, they know how to do it, man. They, they do. In preparation for uh, Fire Emblem. Engage. Uh, yeah, it's Engage. In I, coming out. I, coming out the reception to Engage, I'm like kind of shocked that people are like, oh no, look at this guy. Mr. The the heroes, like they're calling him Colgate or whatever. I think he looks really bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's really bad. It's the Joy-Cons. It's the, uh, the it is the Joy-Cons. <laughs> I wonder if you had like the green and purple Joy-Cons, if his hair would be green and purple. Well, they do that in the, the Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like in your room, the Joy-Cons would be the really? colors of the Joy-Cons you had in your Switch. That's pretty sick. You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Marvel Snap might take it all down because it's just so perfect. I need to play it. I need to play yeah, it. Yeah. Marvel Snap is something to behold. Um, have you ever played uh, any of the Yakuza games, Logan? I played. You would love Yakuza like a dragon. Man, I played like an hour on XCloud on yeah. my phone using a back <laughs> controller. <laughs> Uh, Especially phone didn't explode. It's a way to do it. <laughs> oh, my phone about melted. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like, a, like an iPhone 12, yeah. and I was like, oh, my battery's already like 60%, and it's 10 a.m. Yep. Um, but I I, I've en- I enjoyed the little bit that I played then. I understand like how quality it is, and the reviews from a lot of people that I trust, like Corey yourself, like a couple other podcasts I listen yeah. to um, that are all so sold on the Yakuza series as a whole. It's um, so good. The time commitment scares me just a little bit, but yeah, um, I've heard only good things. Yeah, you should try. I mean, it's it's difficult to recommend, like, because the Yakuza games are an entire like vibe in and of themselves. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a, a difficult thing to be like, oh yeah, you would you would really enjoy because it's hard to tell. But like, if you're because I think I feel like Like a Dragon is like the longest of all of them. By I think I had shot. like eighty three hours in it last year. Ooh. Yeah, because um, it's very like it's very Persona it Final Fantasy <laughs> like kind of in style. Um, but what is regarded as like the best of the Yakuza games, like pre Like a Dragon, um, Yakuza Zero is like. 30 hours yakuza kiwami which is like a remake of the original yakuza game is 18 hours so you know not too bad yeah i think they're all Um, on the playstation they're on the playstation subscription yeah i don't know if like a dragon Um, is but all of the like zero to six all are yeah yeah um also if you like Corey hasn't ever played them, but the Judgment games, um, Judgment and Lost Judgment, they are basically detective Yakuza games made by the same people. Um, 
and they're Yakuza games in everything but name, but you're basically like combination. It's Yakuza, but it's also you're a lawyer and it's kind of an ace attorney game Ooh. and you're also kind of a cop. So, <laughs> so if you like those kind of stories, if you like a yeah. little like weird law and order in your life, then uh, go that direction. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Oh yeah. It, it it's a lot of fun. Overall, go to uh, I'm thinking about right now. Sorry to sorry to jump in there, but I just thought about the fact that I played Outer Wilds this year and the Outer Wilds oh, DLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Echoes yeah. of the Eye. You've yeah. got. I, I got to play Echoes of the Eye. I haven't this, played Echoes. Just of the put eye. it to you, Chris, and to anyone. Just you got to bully Corey into playing Echoes of the Eye because it is. <laughs> yikes! It is incredible. <laughs> I mean, to to Mike credit on that i was not like the biggest fan of outer wilds okay. like i liked it a lot but like i may not be the biggest champion for this yeah. guy because i don't i don't know how much how interesting because i remember whenever it came out people being like oh my god this is the best thing ever and i haven't felt like a ton of interest in playing this one's <laughs> it is an amazing game i am full hype train oh, for yeah. outer wilds best video game yeah. soundtrack Maybe ever. Andrew Parnoff, oh, yeah. shout oh, out. Yeah. It's great. He deserves it. Um, it comes his way. In the best way. All yeah. the good things. Any bad things <laughs> don't, should not go his way. <laughs> he deserves it all. Oh, my goodness. But Did you play Elden, Elden Ring, Logan? Oh, absolutely. That was... Okay. Uh, yeah, I... Not, not number one? Four <sighs> times over? You know, I, I think at the end of the year, it'll probably be my, my number one. Because I think... It was like my first experience with Deathloop, where you know that oh, yeah. that core chunk where it was all I could think about was it, it, that you know that game just consumed me. Mm-hmm. When I was at work, yep. I'd be thinking about you know maybe I could you know go yep. here and do this and and grind and go get some talismans oh, yeah. so I can actually stand up to, you know during this fight. <laughs> yeah, um, and I haven't really touched it too much since then. Uh, my dad actually has been kind oh, of slowly yeah. chipping away at it since. I think okay. March. He's not a big video game guy. He'll jump on pro clubs yep. with Corey and I, but he's slowly been chipping away. And the the kind of I guess hook for me to get back into it is to get far enough back in it to help Chan. Yeah, I, get, I, I would happily jump right back in so I could. All right, Chan, we're coming, buddy. Yeah, Corey, it's to be me and you. We just like <laughs> drop pro clubs, and we're just gonna grind to get. I'm so into it to get. Get good again on our uh, new game plus to help Chan get through the story. Chan going into uh, the final boss fight, and he's like, "This is what you have to be." He's like, yeah. "Oh, there's there's still Melania. I don't think you get it." <laughs> yeah, shout out you, Corey. You beat Melania. Right? I did beat Melania. That's where I quit. That's the last time I played. Is I lost I really, to Melania like really? ten times in a row and shut the game really? off and have a yep. comeback. Yep, I, I I beat her. It, it is might be my crowning achievement of this year. <laughs> But is that for y'all, y'all's game of the year? Or are you taking it? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I've struck a nerve. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is spread across multiple episodes at the end of the year. You'll just have to listen Ooh. to find out. Game of, our game of the year, Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, yeah our, our electric Boogaloo. Um, however, Corey has been pretty clear that his game of the year for every year of the last 10 years was inscription apparently yeah. retroactively. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the inscription would have absolutely been my game of the year last year. I uh, had to play yeah. it last year. If I had a PC, yeah. Chris, do you have a, a PC that you're playing off of? Are you strictly console? No, I just have a Mac. Um, so like most of the time, I mean, occasionally I'll 
be able to pick up something that's compatible. But most of the time, I mean, my Macs are, I bought the one that I'm recording on right now back in 2015. So Ooh, nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah, boy. He's <laughs> chugging along. I know Steam is not the best, yeah. best of friends with the oh, no. OS oh, system. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of would like to get a Steam Deck, Man. kind of for that reason, because mm-hmm. I can't, I I can't realistically break away from Apple and MacBooks yeah. and stuff. It's just I'm absolutely I'm too into the ecosystem. And um, but having a Steam Deck, I would have the option to play some games like that. So and they just sometimes. released a dock, right, where you can kind of play it. Yeah, you can more. play it docked. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be the move for I think it might be the move. Let me text my yeah. wife real quick, put that on top of the Christmas list. Once yeah. Deck, yeah. please. <laughs> I don't ask for much. Well <laughs> just a four hundred dollar <laughs> mobile computer that I can yeah. play some video game he's on. That I could just play Persona three and four on before yeah. they release on the Switch. That'd be the first thing. Yeah. I oh goodness. Well, boys, I think that's an episode. Yeah. I think we did a thorough job. And explain the current states of Pokemon and the state of Pokemon going forward. We know everything and we did a good job at it. Um, Logan, thank you so much for yes, joining us today. You, we had a blast. Yeah, We've you. never had a guest yeah. before and it's so much fun Ooh, having on. another another like person on with us because sometimes I get tired of Corey and I need another voice. Hey, I don't blame you. I get it. To listen to. It's only been through with him for about an hour and a half at this point, and it's about time. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. done. So it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Corey, where uh, where can people find you on the internet oh, yeah. when they want to find uh, you? They can find me over on Instagram at hashlingingthrasher or over on Twitter at staythrashy. Logan. Yeah, boy. Logan, where, where can people find you? That's a good question. Uh, you can find me. Do you, do you want to share yourself? Yeah. I'm on Twitter at uh, L Bostic, V O S T I C 3. Um, and on Instagram, and I think Logan dot Bostic. Um, look at that. And if you're an engineer and looking for a job, uh, reach out and I'll uh, his LinkedIn. share you that LinkedIn. Yeah. At, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <Logan> Bostic. <laughs> That's the real social media profile. There it, cares is. About. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be the future. Um, yeah, when when Twitter, Twitter dies, yeah. when Twitter dies, I'm going to have yeah. to start posting my memes yeah. on LinkedIn. We, yeah, we don't we don't go to Reddit or Tumblr. It's LinkedIn. That's the new. <laughs> it's LinkedIn. My professional network. Better get used That's to. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find me at Swiss Fun Joe on Twitter at uh, Four Point Pixel on Instagram. Also, Marvel Snap Swiss Fun Joe. If you see me come through. You better retreat immediately. <laughs> you about to get slapped. Um, yeah. Uh, music, as always. Johnny Be Good 89. You can find him on Instagram. Um, he is the best. He's really good. And uh, yeah. Again, Logan, thank you. We had a wonderful time. We'll probably have you back at some point in the future for some reason. I would be honored. Um, yeah. But uh, this has been Arcade Cozy. Life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be too? See ya. Yeah. Bye-bye. See ya.